A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. But let's crack on with today's first story. Now, today's first story comes from a throwaway account titled, I, male 43, was thinking of breaking up with my chronically ill female 50 partner. And this does include an update from four years later. Please forgive me, this is a throwaway account. I'm a long-term Redditor, but I don't really want to be asking for advice on an open forum when it can be traced back to me. Anyway, here's the situation. My partner, 48 female, and I, 39 male, had a bit of a row last night over something kind of trivial. It's not what it was about, but rather a straw that broke the camel's back scenario. We've been together for coming up to 10 years now, and we've been living together since 2011. My partner is long-term ill with ME slash CFS and hasn't been able to work since we've been together. I do work and I'm paid fairly well, but living on a single salary has been challenging. Anyway, I realized about halfway into the argument that I was done with this and just left the house. Drove away because I simply couldn't be there anymore. Ended up sitting in the car trying to decide what to do for several hours. Couldn't really decide, hence this post. Now our relationship has been brittle for a while. That's at least partly my fault. I've had next to no libido for months and haven't really done anything sort of romantic or going on a date for quite some time. I think I may be skirting the edges of depression and I haven't really been sleeping either. But either way, I work, I come home and I'm not really keen to be doing much at all at the weekends because I'm just weary. I do have things I end up needing to do because of the consequence of a chronic illness that I'm pulling double duty as a part-time carer. In fairness, I do not need to do much on that front, but it's a few hours a week on top of my day job. It has been worse in the past when the ME really flared up. And because I earn more than a pittance, my partner's basically not eligible for any state assistance. That's means tested. The threshold is pretty low and we live in a fairly high cost of living area. But I've been feeling fed up, I think, is the best way I can describe it. I keep having reoccurring moments of doubt where I'm feeling like I'm being exploited and taken for a fool. I mean, I've paid all the household costs and rent for pretty much eight years. And that's not really a small amount of money. If I'm lucky, I put 5% of my take home for my spending money. And I've only done that in the last year or so because I realized I was being unreasonably tight with everyone else I knew because I thought of myself as broke. If you ask me if I care for my partner, then the answer is yes. I do care for her. We have a dog together and I know she needs me. Even if she became eligible for state assistance, it's not really generous when you're persistently debilitated. But I also can't see the light at the end of the tunnel. I think that's contributing to the depression too. Our future is basically me working to fund both of us up until retirement and possibly beyond because we won't own a house and we'd be living on a single pension which again, isn't bad, but the one minor hope is that the ME slash CFS will just go away one day, but it's been 10 years so far. Following our argument last night, I found myself thinking through the scenarios of what if we broke up and the prospect seems complicated. We've got a lot of shared stuff, but 
doesn't make me feel sad or upset like I feel it probably should. It'd be expensive and difficult though, and we're in a joint tenancy agreement. And like I say, with a dog, she's non-negotiable. She's literally saved me when I've been feeling suicidal. How do I know if we are done or whether the relationship is worth salvaging? A deleted user commented saying, my advice would be to treat the depression before you make any life-altering decisions. Please consider going to a therapist. At a period a few years ago when I was fed up with my husband, I was just done. It took work to get back to a good place. Now we have an excellent marriage. I'm not promising you that will happen to you. You're just as likely to go and firmly decide to leave. I'm just saying, give yourself all the tools you need to make the right decision. This can never be undone. OP says, when I say I'm depressed, I'm honestly not sure if that's in a clinical depression sense or whether it's more like I've been stuck in a difficult situation for too long. The last 10 years have been hard for various reasons, but I shall take that on board. Thank you. Big Nuki says, I was engaged to a woman who had a chronic illness that severely affected our relationship and eventually ended it. I didn't go to therapy until after we ended it and I found out that I was severely depressed and had been for over a year. You might not be able to realize how bad your mental state is being affected from this. I'd recommend therapy before ending it. Might save you personally. Might save the relationship. I was younger than you, but I know how you feel. Hang in there. Forbidden Ice Lolly says, You have to look after yourself first. It doesn't sound like you're happy in this relationship at all. If something will happen to you, your partner would have to look after herself or get the help she needs from other sources. She is unwell, but she's an adult and she isn't your responsibility. Put your own life jacket on first and save yourself from depression, which is a truly debilitating illness of its own. OP says, I'm not sure I am happy in the relationship, but I'm also not sure it's entirely worth throwing away. There have been good times. I'm also aware that it might be faithless to give up because we're going through a bad patch, especially if she's going to pay the price far more than I will. And when is sleep comments because they said I have ME slash CFS and I'm supported by my partner. All our hopes and dreams for the future are shattered. There's no treatment. I can no longer work. I barely socialize. I barely leave the house. I no longer see a nurse being able to have kids. He pays the bills, does all the cooking and is my carer. On bad days, I need his help just to walk to the loo and he can't be noisy. I know I'm a massive burden on him and wouldn't know what to do without him. I'm incredibly lucky to have him still by my side, more than ever, but if he thought our relationship was over and he didn't love me, I wouldn't want to be an anchor keeping him from being happy. I wouldn't want him to stay with me out of guilt and obligation. I would agree that though you sound unhappy in the relationship, it sounds like that is a symptom of you being unwell. ETA, you should try and look into help to get better yourself. You might still want to break up after you get better and that's okay too. Carer fatigue is real and awful. Bad sleep, depression, stress, these all add up. You can't set yourself on fire to keep her warm. If you have guilt or need to think in terms of being good to her, if you burn out, she suffers too. You need to find a balance when taking care of yourself is just as a higher priority as taking care of her. This isn't an emergency where you can ignore some short-term discomfort for the sake of taking care of her. This isn't a competition as to who has it worse. You should both be happy and taken care of together or you will both be worse off. I would strongly urge you to talk to a doctor about how you are feeling. Look for help services like care or relief programs, charity or church events to help get your partner around so you don't have to, etc. My partner does so much and has so many extra worries now. I always make sure we put aside time for him to recharge and rest so he doesn't burn out. I can't travel so his work holidays are his to relax. It's worth looking into things to make life easier. We got a cleaner, 
Just a few hours to keep up with hoovering, etc. It saves us both time, physical energy, and mental energy of worrying about doing it. We get groceries delivered. It's very competitively priced now. We have emergency food in the freezer for when he can't cook, and easy food for me to snack on so I don't have to bother him. If you have relationship problems, you should consider counseling. There are Skype services if she can't travel. I wish you all the best. You sound like you've been an awesome partner, and I hope things get better. Carer fatigue is incredibly tough. OP said that they don't have to do everything for their partner, but they have to do some stuff, like a couple of hours a week on top of their work. But it's not just about the physical stuff as well as it? it's the mental load, the worrying about your partner, the worrying about money issues, and all the little things in between as well, like that last comment said about getting food in, like just going to the shops to get food in, the cooking, the cleaning, and other household responsibilities at the same time which if you fall behind in them will create more stress and just incredibly sad. And whilst OP said that they're not sure if it's in a clinical depression sense, I think it'd still be a good idea to talk to someone. I know for myself that it was incredibly hard for me to admit that I was depressed or, or recognize that I was depressed. And talking to my GP about the various signs and symptoms, you know, pretty much immediately they said, yeah, there's some form of depression going on here. Will that fix a relationship? Obviously, I can't tell you that, but looking into that and, and looking after your own health is extremely important at the same time because it sounds like the path you're down at the minute isn't sustainable. But Opie did come back to this post four years later and said, It was four years ago that I posted that and I thought I would come here and share what's happened since. I didn't break up with my partner. We're living happily ever after. Because as a lot of commenters pointed out, I was depressed and that was a problem. It turns out I have ADHD, have done forever, and I'm late diagnosed at 43. Treatment for depression was very beneficial, but highlighted the ADHD possibility. And that too has now been treated. And I'm happier today than I have been in a long time, possibly ever. Because I do still have my chronically ill partner. She's now my wife. She proposed to me and she had faith in me through my depression, where I wasn't the nicest of people. I was pretty awful, frankly, and I was the stereotype bundle of red flags that this sub would have said, run screaming. And honestly, you'd have all been right. She probably should have done. I was depressed to the extreme and, well, wasn't easy to live with. A very hollow justification, perhaps, but I thought it would be better this way to push her away. But she didn't. She had faith in me. In her words, this isn't you, this isn't the man I fell in love with. The ultimatum to get it sorted was what I needed to get depression treated and then follow through to get my ADHD diagnosed and treated with what I needed. I didn't really deserve that, but I'm glad I got it. It took six months maybe to go from my lowest point to where I am today, which is happy. Happier than I have ever been. I have a good job, I have a dog, I have a home, and most of all, I have a loving wife who had faith in me when I was at my worst. 30 years of undiagnosed, untreated ADHD are being tackled, and 20 years of depression is unraveling. It's taken a while, but there's a lot to unpack. I'm maybe not quite the man she had faith I could be, but I'm going in the right direction. And I want to be that man, because we aren't just a couple, we're a partnership. And that partnership is sustaining and enriching. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. 
At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Story. And our next story comes from a throwaway account titled, My Boyfriend 19 Male Has Given Me 19 Female An Ultimatum on the Clothing I Wear. My boyfriend 19 male and I 19 female have been together for a few months after taking a break for a year because I moved away for that year. Neither of us wanted to do long distance and neither of us got into a relationship with anyone else. Before that, we were high school sweethearts for two years. Back then, he didn't care what I wore or at least didn't communicate to me that he found certain clothing, shirts with midriff showing, tighter dresses, or me posting vacation pictures, such as me on the beach in a bikini, uncomfortable for him. Now that we've got him back together, he tells me it's a boundary for him that I wear more modest clothes because he doesn't want other men to see parts of his girlfriend that only he should see. He told me that before. He just felt happy that he got to be with me because he liked me for years and didn't feel like it was his place to tell me what to wear. Now we're back together, it's different. Yesterday we went through my clothes and he told me what he is okay with me wearing and what he isn't. There was one specific dress that I loved and he told me it's a no and I started crying. We almost broke up over this one dress until he asked me what I care more about, him or the dress. Obviously, I told him I care more about him. It's very difficult for me because I'm very into fashion and I don't see these clothes as too revealing or sexual at all. I also struggled with body image for years when I was younger and this has taken me back to the mindset of not being able to wear certain clothes because I wanted to hide my body. However, I'm very dependent on him and value his opinion a lot. I don't know what to do. That story painted a sad scene for me where you were sat in your bedroom going through your clothing and him going, nope, you can't wear that. I don't think that's appropriate. If someone told me that I couldn't wear clothing that I wanted to because it was a boundary for them, that would be it for me. That would be game over there and then. Obviously, I don't know the future for this couple or anything like that, but something like that that I'm reading in this one story would worry me for the future of that relationship. Is that going to escalate? Not that it matters. I mean, that's a deal breaker there and then for me now. That one thing he said, but it would make me worry about the future at the same time as well. But Razzle Dazzle asks, why do you want to be with someone so badly who is this controlling? Opie says, he got sad when I told him my friend said he was controlling. He tells me I can do what I want, but he won't be with me. We're both crying because we didn't want to break up over something as small as clothes. But right now, we're not talking while he waits for me to choose the dress or him. It's not about something as small as clothes. It's your bodily autonomy that he's trying to take away here. And his crying in this, it just feels like manipulation. But Whiskey Girl says, take some advice from someone who has been married 25 wonderful years and grew up in a household with people like your boyfriend. Leave. 
Choose the dress. My husband has never told me what I can and cannot wear if he did not like it. He said nothing. Your boyfriend is being controlling. It starts small like telling you what you can or cannot wear and it gets bigger and worse. He's trying to manipulate you into doing what he wants. Choose the dress, you lose me. If you want to stay with me, then you have to dress how I want you to. You are still young and have a whole life ahead of you. You'll find someone who loves you for who you are and how you dress. He is not the one. Please choose the dress. OP says, thank you. I really appreciate your advice as someone who's been in a long and loving relationship, which is what I aspire to have. This is my first relationship, so it's hard for me to compare if what he says and does is right or wrong. He was there for me when my sister was in a horrible accident and through the pandemic. And we text and call constantly throughout the day, so it's hard for me to imagine life without him. Maybe it's good to just rip the band-aid off. I haven't been feeling like myself for the past few months either. Much astronomer says I'm so tired of controlling behavior being labeled as a boundary. He prefers modest clothing. He's allowed to hold that preference. What he's not allowed to do is tell you what you can and cannot wear. You are not the one choosing a dress over your relationship. He is. This is a form of self-expression that is important to you. He got back into a relationship with you knowing that this is how you choose to present yourself and now he's trying to change you with an ultimatum. This is not healthy. It can be very difficult to see red flags in your first serious relationship because you don't have other experiences to compare it to. I'm here to say that you don't need to change and that this is not okay. Blonde by the Bay says you aren't choosing the dress over him. You're choosing freedom and your bodily autonomy. I was 24 when I got with a guy who hated when I wore unnatural makeup. Even though I had just discovered my absolute love for red lipstick. I stopped wearing it for over three years. The first time I put it back on after the breakup, I felt so much lighter, happier, and like me again. My partner now encourages me to wear whatever makes me happy now and compliments me whatever I wear. Revealing sexy clothes, heavy makeup, anything that makes me happy. You are 19. You're too young to be held back by someone like him. The right guy will not only let you, but encourage you to dress however you like. And one more comment from Gabby is baking who says, this is not a boundary. This is about control. Boundaries are implemented to moderate our own behavior. In this instance, a boundary for him would be, I don't want to be in this relationship with someone who dresses immodestly. While I think that's silly, it's his prerogative. He's perfectly entitled to set that boundary for himself. What he's doing is setting rules for your behavior and it's a first step in his plan to control you. It's not okay and you deserve better. Ditch the boyfriend and wear what you want. Opie then updates the post and says, first of all, wanted to say thank you for all the support and advice on my last post. I read every single comment and wanted to reply, but the reply option wasn't available. I'm new to Reddit and I'm not sure why the post was capped and doesn't allow any more comments. After feeling encouraged by your comments, I had the confidence to tell him that I choose being able to wear what I want. I reiterated how important fashion is to me and how his demands were bringing me back to a dark time of negative body image. We came to an agreement that there are fundamental differences in our values and what we want out of a relationship. Because I want to be encouraged and uplifted, well, he wants a girl whose body is only his to look at. By the way, I wanted to say that this dress was not scandalous. It's tight in some parts, but it doesn't show a lot of skin. He told me that we were done. He then blocked me on everything because if he saw me, he would never be able to get over me. I cried for a couple of hours and then got myself collected. I made an appointment with a therapist and got a membership at a different gym than him. But then five hours later, he unblocked me and sent a long paragraph about how he shouldn't have been so hasty and was willing to change to make things work. 
Yesterday, he texted me some more, asking to talk in person. I agreed to meet up for dinner in a public place. I wore the dress. He bought me a bouquet of white roses and my favorite chocolate. He told me I looked beautiful and that the five hours without me hurt so much. And at this point, he doesn't care if I'm walking around naked as long as he's the one I'm with. Can this man's fundamental values really change overnight? Also, I felt almost giddy and excited once I was done crying. Now I feel bad for him. And the comments on this one, so Zesty Close says, treat you like shit, then bring you flowers. Wash, rinse, repeat. That's how the cycle begins. I am hurting Cat says, this is called love bombing. It's another part of the cycle of abuse. He's just trying to worm his way back into your good graces. As someone old enough, literally, to be your grandmother and a veteran of a couple of abusive relationships, please believe me when I say, girl, run. Do not walk, get away from this man, and don't look back. Monet says, please don't feel bad for him. He doesn't give a shit about your feelings and he's trying to play on your sympathy. I'm sure he actually is unhappy to lose you because you sound awesome and you're his property. But this is all straight up manipulation. No way this man is going to change. Opie says, I felt awful when I left after dinner. He was sitting on the curb crying in my rear view mirror. He wanted to kiss me, but I told him I really can't do that right now. Yesterday, he told me it was over. Part of it is, I feel really bad for him to lose me because he doesn't have a lot of good people in his life. His mother is horrible to him, and he's fading classes, etc. I was the one always there for him. I drove him to school. I encouraged him to reach out to his professors to see if he can save his grades. I want him to be okay because he's been such a huge part of my life, and he's telling me he's not going to be okay without me. And one final comment from NASA official seriously who says, girl, no, he is love bombing you and it's seemingly working because you're feeling giddy and willing to immediately forget everything he did before. No, this will only last as long as it takes for him to reel you back in. Then the control and manipulation will start up again. Opie responds one more time and says, sorry, I didn't phrase the last part very well. I meant I felt giddy and excited after I stopped crying over him blocking me. And I saw his name on my phone again five hours later because he had unblocked me and sent a paragraph. Ever since he reached out again, I felt a tense feeling in my stomach and anxiety because I don't know what to believe. When I saw him for dinner and he gave me the bouquet of roses, I felt super guilty and confused. And many people commenting after that saying, that's part of the plan. And lots of people giving tips and videos about love bombing and the cycle of abuse. And OP did say that they were saving some of these on their phone. So hopefully they're going to take that in and get out of that situation because that sounds bloody awful. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? If you were given an ultimatum like that to begin with, is that an automatic deal breaker for you? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Now, just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much for being involved and hopefully I'll see you in the next one. Take care and much love. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
and it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.